G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. The story. I think because all my life I tried being such like a good girl and I kind of hated it. I wanted to be bad. And yeah, like now when I look back at it, I think the enemy had a hold on me back then because I listened to the bad thoughts in my head. I did bad things. I wanted to be evil in jail. I got the nickname the devil and all of that. And yeah, I took pride in it as well. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, Lexi Walters had a troubled childhood. Anxiety and resentment filled her heart and this soon turned to depression. This all came to a head when she was bullied by a classmate at school and decided that she had had enough. At 13 years old, she took a knife to school with the intention of killing a classmate who was bullying her and was arrested and convicted of attempted murder. Today, Lexi will share the incredible way God has completely turned her life around. And also joining us today is Lexi's friend, Ruth Brown, who, as we will hear, has played a significant role in her life. Lexi and Ruth are joining us from Perth and are chatting with Eric Scatterbo. Welcome to the program, Lexi Walters and Ruth Brown. Well, thank you. Hi, Eric. Thank you very much for having us on. Glad to have you with us. And we should say, before we go any further, Ruth Brown, you are the daughter of Chris Brown, who is Pastor Chris Brown from Saving Grace Church, who has been on the program in the past. Also, a former guest is your grandmother, Robin Devonish, and then also your brother, Joshua Brown. So many members of your family have been on the program in the past. So it's great to have Mm -hmm. you on the program today to share a little bit of your story. And we will find out how your story interconnects with Lexi's story in a little bit, but first let's start with you, Lexi. Take us to your childhood. Well, first off, where were you born and raised? I was born in Sydney, but I was mainly raised in Perth. Okay, and we heard on the introduction that your home life was a bit troubled growing up, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And what was going on inside for you? You were kind of going back and forth between your parents. Was that kind of troubling to you? Yeah, with, like, going from house to house, you know, you got, like, my dad who's trying to spoil me, and I got my mum who's trying to teach me to live right, but then both of it, it just got too hard, getting, like, yelled at at one home and then cherishing the other. And Yeah, so kind of troubling. And also, I read an article that says you had a bit of anxiety going on. You were kind of anxious, is that right? Yeah, I definitely started to get, like, bad anxiety, especially social anxiety. Mm -hmm. I almost just couldn't even handle school because all that communication was the most terrifying thing for me. Communication? Yeah, just, like, being around people, trying to talk, and, yeah, it's just something I've always was a bit afraid of. Would you say that you're introverted? Yeah. Okay, so kind of chatting is not the thing that you're most comfortable doing in the first place, but also all these other factors was making you uncomfortable at school? 
Yeah, it was, especially like, you know, always feeling alone at home. I never spoke to people. I kind of always felt alone and, yeah, just like anxiety just developed. And depression as well? Yeah, especially when high school started, my depression like really happened. Like I never got diagnosed, but I like would just find myself lying on the floor in the dark and just not even crying, but just laying down thinking like, why am I here? And yeah, just things like that. Mm, I'm sorry to hear that. So very troubled at a young age. And then on top of all that, you were being bullied by a boy at your school. Yeah, well, it wasn't even just at school. Like, I felt bullied at home with my sisters. Like, they kind of always left me out. I always got treated bad. You know how it is for the middle child. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what was it about this particular boy that was really, really getting to you? Uh, So it's a bit complicated, but I kind of made him my target. I knew a bit about him. I didn't exactly like him. He bullied me a bit. So that's why, I don't know, it wasn't really the bullying, but I didn't really like him from the start because of his, like, attitude and stuff. Mm-hmm. So do you think that all these things combining together was really kind of what caused you to kind of snap and, and bring a knife to school? Yeah. And had you been thinking about that leading up to that day? Uh, so I was actually planning it for a long time, but I didn't know which plan to do. So I had many plans. So why, why do you think these kind of thoughts were even in your head in the first place? It's been a while since I've thought about it. I think just, uh, I don't really know. I was just a bit lost. I, I guess anxiety did play a big role. Like I didn't enjoy school. It felt like torture. I was constantly like getting bullied and all of that. And so I just kind of wanted to escape and I'm like I didn't really go to suicide I thought about it but I thought oh instead of killing myself let's kill someone else so Mm -hmm. then I just kind of started from there okay and we should say that fortunately your attempt to kill the bully the boy at your school was unsuccessful and then you were arrested and sent to jail for 11 months is that correct yeah so what was that like time in jail Oh, definitely once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing. Jail, like, if you're stuck in a cell, you know, there's offices. But because I was in there, I had a mindset, do I pretend to be strong or do I be kind? And so I think my behaviour got worse when I started to kind of make threats. So the girls, like, turn my lights out when I'm having a shower and I'd scream at them and I'd go up to them and threaten them. And I realized I had this power and I kind of liked it. I liked being dangerous. And then I'd start, you know, punching out officers, kick them. So I got very violent. Was this kind of the outworking of all the troubledness going on inside of you that you just wanted to strike out? Uh, I think because all my life I tried being such like a good girl and I kind of hated it. I wanted to be bad and... Yeah, like now when I look back at it, I think the enemy had a hold on me back then Mm. because I listened to the bad thoughts in my head. I did bad things. I wanted to be evil. 
in jail. I got the nickname the devil and all of that. And, yeah, I took pride in it as well. Uh, When I was in jail, I did go kind of mentally insane, which is why it took me a long time to, you know, adjust to the real world when I was out. So I was in isolation for seven months. So that's like the 23 hours in a cell with nothing. So that was, that made me a bit crazy. (laughs) So that was like another thing that like, you know, the amount of therapists I saw. So really dark. I mean, this is painting a really dark picture of where you were. And that was when you were only like 13, 14, 15 years old. Yeah, 13, 14. Yeah. So life not getting off to a really good start, really dark and bleak. Some people would say this looks hopeless for this young girl. But then let's turn the corner and find out how things started to turn around. Eventually, you were out of jail. How did you eventually meet Ruth? Um, well, it took a while for me to kind of get out of that jail life. Like I went back a few more times and ran off almost every week. But I eventually just stopped for a bit. And then because I've had so many experiences while running away, I've prayed to I don't know who, but I just prayed and it always got answered. So I'm like, okay, there must be something out there protecting me. So I started tutoring because I needed it. I hadn't done school since year eight. So I needed some sort of tutoring. And then I found Ruth and I've had many teachers in those years, but none of them ever stayed because I was either too dangerous, I didn't care, I would lash out and leave. But Ruth liked birds or worked at a bird shop, so I'm like, oh, okay, okay well, hold on, hold on. We're, we're going to get back to the birds <laughs> in just a little bit. But I want to ask you uh, one last question, Lexi, before we go to hear Ruth's side of the story. Now, you said that you prayed. Did you have any upbringing about faith or learning anything about God? How did you even know to pray? Um, I think when I was in kindy, we went to a Christian school, but I don't remember anything. And I kind of always, you know, thought there was a heaven. I knew nothing about what Jesus did. Went to a Catholic school in jail. A bunch of people came up to me trying to, you know, sell their religions to me pretty much. But I think when I ran off, I just was, you know, when you're about to die, like it you think this can't be it so you pray and it was kind of my last resort so I just prayed and then five minutes later the cops showed up and yeah I just kind of thought oh coincidence but I just yeah I needed a God you know and I searched for him and I guess I kind of found him through Ruth. You're listening to The Story. Today, Eric Scadabo is chatting with Lexi Walters and her friend Ruth Brown in Perth. As we're hearing, Lexi had a troubled childhood and was sent to jail for attempting to murder one of her classmates who was bullying her. But as we'll hear, God has completely changed her life. All that and more is coming up when we return. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 888. 
Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax, and this is The Story. Today, Eric Scadabo is chatting with Lexi Walters and her friend Ruth Brown in Perth. Lexi's sharing her story at how, at 13 years old, she took a knife to school with the intention of killing a classmate who was bullying her. She was then arrested and convicted of attempted murder. But as we're about to hear, God has completely changed her life. Next, Lexi's friend Ruth shares a bit of her background and how the two of them met. Yeah, so basically I had just finished high school in, I think, 2017 and then I was at church one day and talking to my mom about some tutoring I was doing. Well, let's just back up a little bit and find out that obviously your dad is a pastor. You became a Christian at some point in your life? Yeah, when I was was quite little, yeah, my parents were, um, yeah, really raised us to love God and I think it was around like five or six when... I was just at home and my parents sort of led me to the Lord and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a Christian. So, yeah, I was quite young when I guess made that decision, but I think growing up definitely and, yeah, like after high school especially, I really began to say, okay, like my faith is my own now. Mm -hmm. And then you met Lexi? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I ended up being signed up with the Department of Child Protection, so DCP, to do some tutoring. And I met her 2020, was it? Yeah, 2020. Uh, you know, because with this, with DTP, they just sort of email me and ask me, um, are you available to tutor this student or this student? And, you know, what hours work for you? And, um, yeah, so I heard about Lexi and I thought, okay, well, you know, this sounds like someone I can help. So I went in and met her caseworker and they told me all of this, like this list of things about her, a list of things that I should and shouldn't do around her and things to be aware of. Like if she's feeling cornered, like back away or like, things like this. And like when I heard about that, like, I, I wasn't scared though, because I like going into it, I knew that God would protect me. And I knew mm-hmm. that I would be like, I just felt that I could be able to connect with her and I wasn't like afraid to talk to her. So Initially, I met her at a cafe with her caseworker. We weren't doing tutoring yet. I was just saying hello to her, meeting her. And we found out that we both, well, Lexi was like really into birds. Birds was her thing. She wasn't going to school at that point. She was just at home with her birds. And we just started talking about birds. And this is something really random, but really cool that one of my first jobs, I was working in like really random place it was a bird store that's where I was working of all the places you could work was a bird store and yeah I worked there for a bit and so I had you know like a decent knowledge about birds and so Lexi was like huh this person actually knows something about birds um so that's just we connected initially that was like the one probably thing that Lexi could connect with yeah Lexi what did you think when you met Ruth um well the very first time I know that I was all I was thinking was like, oh, great, another human in my life I have to put up with. But I remember saying to her, finally, someone that actually knows what a bird is. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of listened to her. So God used your love and interest for birds as kind of a connecting thing to start the conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ruth, didn't the caseworker tell you to talk to her about faith or religion? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was actually just looking for the email um, before the interview, but yeah, I remember just um, her caseworker just was emailing me saying, oh, she's maybe like take her to a store and then you can just talk about 
maybe like faith and religion because she seems to be interested in that. So I said, sure, I can help you with that. That sounds <laughs> You great. said, yeah, that, that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was wanting to do. So, Lexi, you had an interest in religion before even meeting Ruth, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Or during as well because I think I was talking to someone. I don't really remember, but they said, oh, well, Ruth knows a bit about faith. I think she's a Christian. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I think I asked Ruth. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So on the one hand, it sounds like you were a pretty harsh young lady as far as hitting people and violent and all that. So on the one hand, I'm hearing you're pretty harsh. But on the other hand, you're interested in knowing more about God and we're praying to God. So what was going on inside of you? Um, I don't know. I trusted Ruth with this like thing, like everything she said, I trusted. Unlike in jail, those people that would preach to me or whatever, they'll tell these things and I didn't trust what they were saying. So what was it about Ruth? Why did you trust her? I'm sure it wasn't just the bird connection, but I don't know. I guess, you know, God's spirit was in her. I could just trust her. It was there without me knowing. So I think that was just work of the Lord. Oh, and I should mention the people I work with as well, they're Christians. And as soon as they saw interest that I had in God, they also bought me like my very, very first Bible, which I never read, but they um, told me a bit as well and answered questions. So I had three, lots of people at that time, you know, trying to show me who the Lord is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Ruth, take us to the time that you, uh, well, had a significant encounter with her. Yeah. So um, I think it was like a couple of weeks after meeting Lexi, um, I was doing some tutoring with her and I took her to a Christian bookstore since her faith worker had said to me, um, she's interested in religion and maybe take her to a store. So I said, all right, let's take her to a Christian bookstore. Um, It's not like too busy as well. She'll feel a bit more comfortable there. So we went there and we decided to look for a Bible, one that she could understand more easily and just have a look through and read. And we chose one that she liked. And then I was just like praying while there as well in the bookstore saying, God, what, what do I do now that we're here? Like this is an opportunity. And then he just said, you know, just talk to her about the gospel and ask her if she wants to accept Jesus. Like she's, she's ready. Like she wants to hear it. And so I just said, let's sit down. Do you want to, go through your Bible a bit. And she said, yeah, so we went through and I just used the Bible, used different verses to show her, you know, the gospel. And I just asked her at the end, Lexi, do you want to become a Christian? Do you want to, you know, have Jesus in your life? And she said, yes. <laughs> so right then and there we prayed and yeah, it just sort of went on from there. And on the way home, she was, you know, very chirpy talking about what she was learning. She, like, I didn't even talk about baptism, but she herself was talking about wanting to be baptized. Wow. It was just a really exciting day. Yeah. So, Lexi, how did that change your life? Uh, from what I can remember, I remember, like, sitting there and I prayed that prayer. And then it was actually on the way home. And then Ruth said to me, she's like, oh, we're sisters in Christ now. And I don't know why, but that really filled me with joy. It's like, oh, that's cool. And then you put like my name in your contacts, like in your phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like you can put a nickname for like the, your like person, like your, your phone contacts. She put like sister in Christ <laughs> for oh. me. Still that. Oh, it is. Still that. Oh, beautiful. that's beautiful. <laughs> so, I mean, Lexi, 
before all this, like we said, harsh, kind of angry inside, striking out at people, literally and figuratively. Now, how are you feeling toward other people now? Uh, It's just many things going on now that, like, I don't have to worry anymore. There's no more stresses. If I get into an argument, it's like, no, I have the Lord now. I can't, I don't act out in violence anymore. And as a Christian, I've found some, like, I don't know what it is, but I never liked kids or really cared. But now all I want to do is work with them. I want to help kids and help them to grow in their faith as well. And, you know, I'm still learning a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had a lot of behavior issues in my life. You know, if someone said something, I'd punch, like, punch them straight away. Now it's like, you know, I have the Lord in me. I can try my best to just, you know, act the right way to handle things responsibly. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, uh, Ruth, how did her caseworker respond to the changes that were starting to happen in Lexi as far as attitude Mm -hmm. when she became a Christian? She was honestly just kind of like speechless whenever I would talk to her or email her, she would respond with like, I don't know how this is happening. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) She was, and then we ended up having like gospel conversations because she was just like, you know, what, what is happening? How is, how is Lexi just changing like this in such a short like space of time? Because unfortunately, Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but unfortunately a lot of these caseworkers just don't see kids turning around like Lexi did. I mean, it's just not common. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, and often it's like the opposite, they get worse. Hmm. So, Lexi, mm-hmm. well done. I mean, you really, well, you gave your life to the Lord, and then, like you were saying earlier, you're starting to feel this peace and everything. How has your life changed in general since then? Well, I mean, especially at youth group, I've been healed of, like, anxiety. Still a bit of, like, a awkward person, but, like, I no longer have that terrible anxiety I have. I didn't realize it, but I, like, grew out of depression. I think the moment I accepted the Lord or whatever, I just never really had depression. It just went, didn't notice. And, yeah, just massive changes. I'm no longer obsessed with birds. I still have them, but I'm not crazy about them. (laughs) And, yeah, just it's good now. And what are you excited about these days? Well, I'm in a music college and I'm on worship team. I help out at church or I at least try to. Like my weekends are just all church and I couldn't be happier in the weeks when I have time. Like I just read the word and, yeah, it's just really good. Wow, that's fantastic. And what is your plans for the future? What are you looking forward to doing? What is your goal? I don't really know. Like, if I could plan my future, like, whatever happens, it's God's plan. But I would love to, I guess, you know, raise a family. I never wanted kids either until becoming a Christian. And recently, you know, maybe I've opened my mind up to things I would never do. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind, like, you know, going to another country or something and spreading the gospel or, you know, yeah, I'm open to whatever the Lord wants me to do. Wow, it sounds like you have a whole new outlook on life. Yes. <laughs> and Ruth, you met Lexi kind of in her down period of her life. 
and you know her mm-hmm. now. She's sitting next to you right there. Yes. What do you think about the change that you've seen in her? I think it's just, honestly, like when I look at Lexi, I see how God can transform a life. How, you know, no power of man, no power. <laughs> it's like this, just, this, there was just no way in this world that the change that happened in Lexi in the space of time that it did could happen just out of the blue. Like I just see her and I think, man, God is, he's pretty cool. (laughs) He can really like, there is like nothing that he can't do. There is no one that he cannot change when I see Lexi. So I think the week after I, she had accepted Jesus into her life, I said, Lexi, why don't you come along to youth group? You can meet other young people who are, you know, wanting to learn more about God like you are. And so she came along and she actually brought her older sister along. I didn't know she was bringing her sister. And I walked upstairs and I saw who's this other girl that she's brought. And yeah, anyway, throughout the rest of the year, um, her sister also began to keep coming back and wanting to learn more about God until she eventually also decided to become a Christian. So yeah, I mean, even though Lexi, Lexi had just become a Christian that week, she was already witnessing. She was already bringing people to church. So, Lexi, now you have something in common with your sister. You guys get along well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially, like, because her and I are the only Christians. So, we're like, yeah, we bond so well. It's like, it's not even, she's not even a sister to me. She's like, she's the best friend. Like, she's at YWAM now as well. Oh, so she's serving in ministry? She's going further in ministry? Yeah, she's. Oh, she did awesome. Like, her testimony is, like, better than mine. Oh, well, we might have to talk to her, too. <laughs> have to interview her. <laughs> and, Ruth, this whole relationship between the two of you started, it was a, well, kind of a working relationship as a mm-hmm. tutor. Would it be fair to say both uh, Ruth and Lexi, is it, would it be fair to say that now you're friends? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely friends. Well, actually, this is one thing I wanted to add at the end of the year, because I started tutoring her in July 2020. By the end of 2020, they had, the BCP had seen that she had improved so much, they actually closed her case. So I was no longer tutoring her or mentoring her. Um, She didn't need the, I guess, the like support. Now you're you're just seeing her for free now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you guys are friends now. Yeah, she sings on my worship team. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Lexi Walters, for sharing your amazing story about your amazing transformation. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) And Ruth, thanks for sharing your part of the story. And it's just been incredible to hear how the Lord has been working in your life and in Lexi's life. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having us on. It was great to share and all glory to God. Wow, what an amazing transformation in the life of Lexi Walters. She's gone from a dark, troubled outlook on life where she would strike out in violence to having the love of God placed deep in her heart. And now she's wanting to help others, which is fantastic. It was just great to hear how God used the friendship between Lexi and Ruth Brown to help bring about the change. And to think it all started with a common interest in birds. As we heard, they're now both on the worship team at Saving Grace Church in Perth, where Ruth's father, Chris, is the pastor. For more information, the website is savinggracechurch.com.au. Once again, that's savinggracechurch.com.au. 
www.thepowerofgod.com.au. Well, if you want to know more about the power of God to change lives and would like to pray with someone, our prayer line is 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's one 800 772 And we'd love to pray for you on that number again, one 800 772 Well, thanks for joining us for Lexi's incredible story. I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on The Story. We didn't have an answering machine that went on at 5.30. You know, we diverted the phone to a mobile and we took that mobile home and it sat on the bedside table. So it was very common to get calls in the middle of the night. Not just a call, but like... You had to wake up now because it was an emergency. It's like, get in a cab and make your way to the airport and I will get you a ticket. After Lisa Tazia became a Christian, she decided to use her skills as a travel agent for the Lord. Lisa will share about some of the missionaries she's been able to help over the years and also about some of the challenges she's faced being in the travel industry when COVID has changed everything. That's all coming up next time. The Story. Just another way vision is connecting faith to life.